chain, you scared. Don't worry, we'll look coming. Hit you back because I'm flaming all up in the booth. I'm rapping, I'm spitting all of these rhymes. All right, you guys, uh, you guys tuned into the biggest episode yet. Big Fish, J. Frank hopped on Office of the Day with young Pasadena's Wolf. Yes, sir. Shout out to the fish. Shout out to the biggest. Um, yeah, man, uh, introduce yourself, bro. So how y'all doing, man? Jay Frank here. Uh, real name is Jordan No. Met this little, this little dude, Mark. Shit, through baseball? Long time ago, he was playing baseball. Uh, been real close friends since. Shit, grew up in Altadena. Went to uh, Cathedral High School out in L.A., and I uh, recently graduated from UC Davis last year. Played a little bit of football up there. Did a little bit of partying, just a little bit. Not that much. Just probably four or five times a week. Um, yeah, that's my life. Just, just try, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So, Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I just want to live like Jay Frank. It looks like... A lot of people say that. Through... Social media, all he does mm. is party, but he works hard on the low. But on both. social media, he parties hard with only party. <laughs> you got to have a little balance. <laughs> I'll show the work a hard part, you know. I just, I don't, you know, people don't want to see that shit. They only want to see the entertaining shit. And the, that's and the true. And the alcohol and, yeah. But that's fine. Hey. They want to see some cinematic. They do. And I give it to them. So. <laughs> you give them a movie? Yep. And it, it's funny, though. I always, like, joke around. After every like long ass party weekend or something, I'll post on my Snapchat. I'll be like, "I'm never fucking drinking again." You know how many people would swipe up and say, "Shut the fuck up, you fucking liar!" Like, like, bro, why nobody believe me, bro? They always just think I'm just a drinker, which I kind of am. Yeah, shout out to uh, Coors Banquet. That's the perfect plug. Mm-hmm. Every podcast, I <laughs> love <Casamigos>. you, <laughs> Casamigo. To <laughs> I see some shit. It said like it was some girl. She posted. It was like, yeah. Uh, Casamigo to his Casamigo. I'm like, oh shit, that should be crazy. The little memes of Casamigos. So many memes, man. I can't I even it. keep up anymore. Excuse the background noise. You know, we're in the stew right now, and it gets mm-hmm. a little hot. And uh, I was gonna close everything up, but uh, Jordan and I run really hot, and when we're together, we're on yep. fire. I'm fucking fat. That's it, what happens. Nah, fat he's people big sweat. Yeah, man. So. Uh, Tell me about your little bit of experience. For you guys that don't know, Big Fish Jordan Franklin played at UC Davis. Mm-hmm. Big football guy, big football enthusiast, and more than anything, I think he's always been a student of the game. He fucking could play baseball at the college level if he wanted to, but he wanted to do football. So tell me about that. So it's really crazy I said you said that. So I did baseball literally my whole life, and then freshman year of high school. I play. I just. I don't even know why I play. I just did it because everybody said to do it. But I really like was involved in baseball. Like I really wanted to play that shit. Like I was good at that shit. All that. Yeah. And bro, I swear to God, like as soon as I put on the pads and shit, like it was just like, fuck baseball. Like I'm trying to like go out there and hit somebody. Like all this shit. <laughs> but it's crazy as fuck though, because I was sorry as hell. Like that kid that y'all like watching feel bad for. Like that was me. Just a fat kid running around, big ass shoulder pads, tight ass pants, my ass showing because my my fucking pants don't fit. But now that used to be me. And then I don't know. I just I just stuck with it. And I'll never forget one of my coaches, rest in peace, Coach Chuck. He was the first one at Cathedral High School to ever like push me, you know, to like be like, oh, like you can be one of the best fucking players out of this high school, blah, blah, blah. Like, like you just gotta stick with it. Cause like I was like as a little kid, like not a little kid, but as a high schooler, like, I didn't think I had it in me. So I was just I was just playing just because everybody said, you know. You a big dude, like you can move, but like all that. But nah, so there was just one game. It was this big ass running back. But at the time I played offense in line. So I didn't play any defense, like which I did the rest of my career. But he was like, nah, like go in there and just like, you know, I'm gonna put you at defense, because like there's a big running back which needs you to go in there and tackle. So he puts me in, start fucking shit up on the defensive side. I'm like, what the fuck? Like this whole time I could have been doing this instead of like being on the offensive line, just getting away, motherfucker. Like that shit's boring as fuck. That's for the white people. But uh, yeah, like, give me somebody to hit. Right, give me somebody to hit, bro. Let me move and all that shit. So ever since then, shit, it's been defense, bro. So played my career at Cathedral High School. Shout out Cathedral. Shout out Coach Pearson. Shout out all my teammates. Um, yeah, went there four years. 
Got offers from UC Davis, Dixie State, and Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. End up going to Davis the last minute. Uh, that was a crazy-ass experience. Just the whole football shit. Like, people underestimate that shit. Like, first, I didn't hear UC Davis. Like, I wanted to go, like, big time. Like, I wanted to go, like, USC, fucking Pac-12. Right, right. Yeah. Of course. Then, yeah, so I ended up going there. Fucking... I'm thinking, like, I'm walking in, I'm like, oh, they fucking suck here. Like, it's not, like, big D1. Like, it's D1 still, but it's not, like, you know, some big-ass university. Right, right, right. Shit. And then I get in, bro. I remember, like, <laughs> it was one of the first practices. Like, they coming in just, they don't give it, like, everybody's just quick, fast, huge. Like, I had to stand back. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, everybody here is kind of good. Like, I didn't realize it. So, I definitely was a humbling experience. Um, red shirt in my first year. And I'll never forget, my first game ever was against Oregon. So I literally was like, bro, that whole experience, like, we have our own plane, bro. Like, everybody's like a private plane, fucking food, hotel, bro. It was everything. I just remember the whole time I couldn't even enjoy it. Like, I was nervous as fuck. Like, bro, they treated us like we were like a fucking rival game. Like, bro, like, we pulled up on a bus, bro. Fucking the fans are like hitting the bus and shit, like, flicking us off, bro. We parked, oh. they shaking the bus. Like, it was crazy. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is about to happen, bro? Like, <laughs> they trying to push you guys down. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, we trying to just play a game, bro. Like, we trying to just get in and get out. But now nah, them fans, like, fucking hated us. I don't know why. And then I just remember getting dressed. I was just, I was like, bro, like, I feel like I had to throw up. I'm like, bro, I'm really about to go out there and play fucking Oregon. Like, my first game ever. Like, I'm about to go suit up and play Oregon. Jeez. Yeah. I'll never forget fucking coming out the tunnel, bro. There is a fucking sold-out stadium. And all we hear is, like, we come out this, the tunnel, like, oh, UC Davis football. We come out, run out the tunnel. All we hear is straight boo. Like, it was the loudest boo I've ever heard about. Bro, that shit, it was, it was like, it, it was like, it was hella cool, though, because it's like, damn, like, this is, like, real. Like, it's real shit. So, no, nah, that was probably one of the best. Yeah, like, this is major for me right now. Hella, like, hella, I was like, bro, I mean, like, I just, I'm doing everything I wanted, you know. I, I thought of doing, bro, and dreamed of doing. So it was, it was just crazy. It was just, just a quick experience. Like I don't even remember the game. Like it's the fastest thing ever. So it was all right. Fast forward a little bit and tell me how. Like I mean, everybody just thinks your job is easy though. Going mm. as a sponsored athlete, student athlete, like. Mm. What was that like? Because everybody thinks, oh, well, they haven't made it out for them. Like, all they do is work out and get help on all their tests. Like, Yeah. Uh, well, for some schools, that may be true, but not not for us. We definitely, I mean, being like a smaller school, we didn't really have as much. I mean, we had help, like resources and stuff like that. But I know other colleges, they have tutor sessions, quote unquote, where they just go in and fucking do your work. Like, they never did that for us, so. Um, definitely had to stay on top of school, absolutely, like, all the time. That was pretty tough. Um, but now nah, nobody sees, like, the, like, the other little stuff. Like, me and my teammates always used to talk about, like, everybody just comes to the games, but nobody's fucking there when we're waking up at 5.30 and running on the field and weightlifting and throwing up and all this stuff. Like, it's just so much that goes into it. It's so much stuff, like, every single day that you wouldn't even think about, um, I see this thing going around Twitter. It's like somebody posted like a camp schedule. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that. No, I haven't seen it. It was like some. It was like a. It was a joke, but it was actually kind of real. It was like wake up at five, fucking breakfast for like thirty minutes, and you have like all this pre-practice shit, fucking random ass meetings. Like you literally go from like five in the morning to like eight at night. But that's well, it's because you guys make it look so casual. How do right. you guys do it? Because I mean, you guys make it look like it's easy and it's not. I try. Well, I didn't. I try not to think about it, really, because if you think about it, then you're just gonna be stuck in that moment and not be able to see the, you know, the end of it. Right. Which I, sometimes happened to me. I would just be taking every day like, oh, like oh, it would be. It would like I would just take it on. as like, oh, this fucking sucks. But you know, it's more of like I need to get through the experience. And just get through it and cherish every single moment because that shit was over quick. Like, my five years went by like like that, which is crazy. But nah, we always, the coaches always tell us, like, you know, trust the process. And that's just fucking in life, too. You know, shit, you waking up every day, working hard, you know, you feel like you're not, you know, doing that much. You know, oh, I'm only making this much, making that much. 
But you never know you're going to have that one opportunity where that's when it counts. So same thing with, you know, applied yeah. to Western football, you know, just keep working and working and working. You're going to have that one opportunity, that one play, that one something. Make a name for yourself. So, yep. Yeah, seeing it through and looking at the bigger picture, even though when you're in the middle of it, I think is super key. And, you know, many people dream of doing what you were able to do. And right, right. You make you make it look effortless, but mm-hmm. obviously nothing in this life is effortless. Hell no. It was so much little stuff. But, I mean, you get used to it when time comes. Though. And we had a lot of people that helped us, a lot of motivational speakers, a lot of coaches that have been many places, NFL, other colleges. Like, they knew – you know, the end result. So they just tried to help us see it through. But, yeah, I never, our coach used to tell us, like, every morning, like, because practice was at, like, 7 in the morning for us. But So that's just fucking dreadful waking up, and, like, the first thing I do is fucking go out and run and hit people. But he always used to say, like, oh, like, you got to think of it as, like, you get to be out here. Like, you get to play football. You get to run around and be tired and, you know, have fun. Like, you got to think of it like that because there's all these – what? There's only 3% of college football athletes or something like that? Yeah. You so, got the opportunity. You're able like, yeah. to be able to play. Mm-hmm. All the other 97%, you know, they don't get that opportunity. So this is just got to embrace it. Like, you get to be on the field. You get to practice. So always look at the, the brightest side of things when it sucks. Because it used to suck. But I'll do it. If I had to find a chance, I'll do it all over again for sure. That part. For so sure. that's a perfect plug. So tell me about the fun side of it. Oh, the college. fun, man. You know I didn't do much. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Nah, He's awake nah. now. So it's crazy. It's crazy, though, because everybody used to fucking, oh, fucking Jay Frank. Like, fucking Jay Frank doing this, doing that. But now I'm like, so. So the fun really hit when I turned 21. But it's crazy, though, because before that, I was a little bitch. Like, I didn't go to no high school parties and like that. Like, I was just a little square. I wasn't drinking like that. But freshman year hit, started drinking. Sophomore year, sophomore year hit, started drinking a little bit. I'm like, okay, this shit kind of cool. Like, and then once I hit 21, bro, it was just like straight. Like, first of all, my 21st birthday, I was in bed by 11. Yeah, 11 p.m. So, you know how <laughs> that was a good fun night for me, kind of. I don't remember it much, but. Nah, so the party in Davis, it was it was uh it was pretty cool, man. I used to live in a football house. Yeah. And I'm telling you, there's a couple couches in that house that you do not want to sit on. Um <laughs> the bathroom's fucking dirty. People used to just come in the house, like use the bathroom, throw up everywhere, and then fucking leave. <sighs> but uh, I'll never forget it used to be Wednesday nights. It's famous up in Davis, it's called Funk Night. So it's just like funk music all night, like everybody used to go, everybody that's twenty one. It's like the most popular night. They have like $2 fucking drinks and shots. So you could get this thing called a Dirty Shirley. Shout out to Dirty Shirley's. It's like a Shirley Temple, but like with a little shot in it. So you meet my homeboys to get like 30 of them, 40. Party all night. Wake up. 6 a.m. practice. So if I get wow. like, <laughs> like three hours of sleep, you know, you bring, bring a little, bring a little no, I don't something know. home. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> no, <you're okay. laughs> well, shit. Yeah, you might know one day. But uh, <laughs> go party till like three, wake up at six. First of all, when that alarm goes off, you're just like, fuck. But got to get your ass up, go practice, go work out, and then just come back and nap for maybe an hour, and then you got to start your day. But I always used to be like, nah, that's just worth it. Like, I'm about to go out, get me, shit, 15 to 20 shots, have a good little night. And yeah, wake up from practice. Did oh, you like, just say fifteen to twenty? Yeah, on a something like yeah, something. I mean, light. within like five to six hours, like that's. I mean, shit, that's not that bad. Fifteen to twenty uh, shots 50, for me, I'll oh, be dead. It's a wrap. Yeah. You be a little dead fish. Yeah, a little dead fish. No <laughs> big fish. I'm the Dude, smallest fish. I'm a dead fish. Now, yeah, I definitely had to build up a tolerance though. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, mm-hmm. now it's ridiculous though. But now I had to shit. Everybody used to be like, see me at practice, like, what the fuck was you doing last time? Like, nigga, don't worry about it. You know, just living my little life. But nah, it was, you had to, I mean, you had to have fun. Though. Like, I was, that was the main point. Like, I wanted to make sure I had fun because I'm doing all this hard work and shit. You know, I want to have a little fucking free time, not free time, but fucking college time. Like, I want to feel like a regular college student, you know? So I did, the, I did. 
I did a lot. <laughs> a lot of partying, I think, almost, shit, almost every weekend. But, I mean, living in a football house, like, they were expecting fucking shit every weekend. Especially when you win, like, oh, where the fuck the party at? Like, people would just, they would even ask me if there's a party. they just say, what time? Like, they would text me, oh, what time? Like, they would just, and especially when we were fucking good, our, like, ring season. We had a party after every home game because we won every fucking home game. So, everybody, Jeez. yeah, oh, what time? What time? Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll yeah. show up two hours later. Exactly, that's it. So, shout out to the fucking football house, UC Davis. That shit's no longer there because niggas got kicked out. Oh, <laughs> for partying. Oh, they just fucked it up. Yeah. Oh, was that Too after you left? Literally, the, nah. So, I moved, I lived in a, another apartment my, my last year. Yeah. But yeah. My junior year, that was the last year for the football house. But Jeez. it was amazing. See, amazing. Man. Don't no no mess up everything you have that's nice, you know. Oh, it wasn't nice. Oh, no. <laughs> it was a shit ass fucking well, shit. After house. everybody gets too crazy. Yeah, well yeah, I was only there for a year. I, I couldn't see myself living there another year. Like there's no air in the house. There's a little I had a little friend, his little roach that used to just climb on top of the little in the hallway. Carpets were dirty, full of throw up. It was like a frat house almost. No, that sounds just like a frat house. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty <laughs> spot on. Probably worse. Like if you, there's so many people that, yeah, they know. Yeah, worse because I think you guys, you guys have a bigger fan base. You guys mm-hmm, have a yeah. lot more people that are interested. You know, mm-hmm. frat people just bring more sororities and people that are just trying to get fucked up. Yep. Uh, football. A good, successful football team brings in a lot of women, brings in a lot got of to. people, brings in a lot of, you know, people that want to party. And not only that, you have a bigger fan base. Mm-hmm. Used to love it. It used to be funny, though, because we tra- when we throw the parties, we'd be like, don't let nobody in the fucking house. So, like, as a house, we all, like, agreed, like, okay, we're not going to let anybody in the house. Like, we're going to just have the big-ass party outside because we had a fat-ass backyard. Yeah. So, we just we was like, okay, because when people come in the house, that's when fucking the mess starts. So it's funny because everybody that owns the house has a key. And like my drunk ass, I'm just having fun, like blah, blah, blah. But like all these badass hoes used to come up to me like, oh, can I use the bathroom? Can I use the bathroom? Like what the fuck am I supposed to say? Like, no. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Hell yeah, you can use the bathroom. Hold on, make it right at the, at the, before the bathroom. That's my room. But um, nah, so yeah, they used to fucking come up to me. And then my drunk ass, oh yeah, come on. I let them through the house. And then one turns into two and two turns into four and then. My drunk ass at the end of the night, fucking the doors just open and then everybody just floods the whole inside of the house. Like, who the fuck let everybody in? And I'm just like, shit, I don't know. But they always used to get mad at me for doing that. Like, but where are they supposed to use the bathroom if you don't let them Fucking in. in a bush? Like a good girl? <laughs> like, <laughs> in a bush? Yeah, in a bush. You know, That's pretty know. cutthroat, don't you think? Well, yeah, we can't let fucking 100 people come in and use a fucking bathroom. Yeah, that is problematic, though. they fucking go in there. They don't just pee and shit they fucking throw up in the sink or in the trash fucking can or in the fucking people have thrown up in the tub like, like I never that's the thing to do <laughs> yeah I've never cleaned it up I'll be <laughs> no but they just get in there and just fucking have to throw up and shit take care of their friend and like just make a mess so like that's why we didn't let him in the bathroom but. no yeah I mean I trust me I get that yeah. fuck that go in the bush there's a lot of bush a lot of space a lot of opportunity suck it up so do you just tell them to recommend for what time? Yeah, bring baby wipes and uh, eleven bring o'clock. Bring baby wipes. <laughs> maybe bring a little, a little hand sanitizer. You know, bring uh, the COVID nineteen pack that we didn't exactly know existed. Right. <laughs> well, like might need to bring a little blanket because it's all wide open, so you might have to cover yourself while you piss. But nah, that was that was the only really issues really, just people having to use the bathroom. Plus, I don't know why they even want to use it. It was so disgusting. Like that was like the main one, like in the house, like. Ugh. But, hey, you gotta go. You gotta go. Oh fuck it. You do use the bathroom there? How would you do it? Me? Yeah. I promise you, I probably took the quickest showers ever. Like I just go in there, not think about it. Shower, get out. Like I would just with sandals on. Hell, hell yeah, <laughs> bro. What the fuck? That's the shit I done seen in that damn tub. All them throw up and oh my god, bro. I just get in there, nigga. I, I probably wasn't fully clean for about a year because quick ass showers, bro. Man, but all that adds up, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would would I do it again? <laughs> oh fucking no. Maybe I probably would, but that house was just full of just so many mixed personalities, bro. It was just I remember just my fucking one roommate, his name was Nico. Uh uh-huh. played out in Arcadia. Mm-hmm. He's from 
from fucking Arcadia, but he always talks about Pasadena and shit. But he was a uh, he came in at quarterback, and then I think he ended up. I don't know we brought in a whole bunch of quarterbacks, so he ended up stopped playing. But that motherfucker would fucking just fucking come in, bruh, and he lived in like the biggest part, the biggest part of the house because like he was the main one that got the house and shit like that. But um, had a cool ass room in the house. Religiously, every fucking day, I swear to God, at 2 o'clock p.m., 2 o'clock p.m. every single day, he had a big-ass speaker bass, like, in his room. That nigga would blast Kodak every single day, bro. Just wake it up, drinking a beer, bro, blasting Kodak, just living his fucking life, bro. I'm just, <laughs> bro. That shit, that's why, bro, I have so, there was just so much, so many memories with him, bro. Yeah, Kodak or Future. Yeah, he loved that shit. He would just wake up and yell, Yo! What y'all been doing? Nigga, you know what we've been doing, bro? We've been practicing. We've done a whole bunch of shit before you just got up. But nah, he was he was and he just lived there. He was he he was he wasn't going to practice? Nah, he got he wasn't he stopped playing. I think he got I think he kicked off, but he got cut, I think, or something like that. Damn, so did his scholarship get cut too? Nah, so he still had a scholarship. So he was just there living fucking life, waking up, partying, drinking beer, blasting. Stunning whenever he felt like it. Fucking hoes, yeah. Wow. That's that's not bad. That's an experience. Shout out to Nico. Yeah, he was. Shout he out was, to Nico, man. He's amazing. He was he's making a, it work. He's a yeah. He's one of a kind. I'll never forget it. <laughs> two o'clock, bro. That's bro. That Fuck is it, every, that's hilarious. Just, that's just like alarm clock. Like literally, like, you woke up at two. Yeah. And chugged a beer. Chug, yeah, had a beer in his hand. What kind of beer? Fuck. You know, I don't fucking pay attention to beer. I don't know. Something. It might have been Coors. Actually, it was silver. Coors Light, maybe. Maybe yeah, some nasty shit. Yeah, Coors. shout out to Coors Banquet. Coors Light is gross. Coors Banquet is a big difference. Mm-hmm. I know it's still light beer, but uh, yeah, yeah, man. Um, I don't know what that difference is. What was the the, the, the COVID sorry. experience for you, bro? I mean, everybody has a different story. So it's crazy as fuck. So the first shit, the first like couple months, bro, that shit was just like it was just so weird. Like I don't know. Like it was just never been through something like that. So I'm just like literally stuck in the house. Like for me. I hate the house. Like, I want to be out. I want to be seeing people. But, like, I like socializing and shit like that. But, right. bro, that shit put a huge-ass break on my life, bro. It was, like, fucking for a solid, I'll say probably a solid two months. Because after, like, shit, maybe, uh, maybe in June, that was, like, so we threw it. We had an Airbnb party in San Diego, me and my friends. Oh, so, yeah, I remember watching that yeah, snap story. Yeah, so... We're all like that was like the first time like for, like for anything big though so it was just a big ass big deal so we throw like big ass party for my uh, my homegirl Alex she was, she was celebrating like her graduation type shit so we go to San Diego throw this huge ass Airbnb party shit was fun as fuck this is the bullshit I be talking about so the the Airbnb party is supposed to be from Friday to Sunday right San Diego go home take our ass back home right no so we fucking throw up the party Friday through Sunday. And on Sunday, like, as we're fucking about to leave, our crazy-ass fucking friends and shit, they're like, damn, we don't want the party to end. <laughs> so we fucking get a hotel room in Irvine the next day and just throw, like, another little drinking party there then, too. And then finally go fucking home. Were you guys leveraging other people's credits or something? Because I don't know if you guys follow my boy Jay Frank, but the homie's out in San Diego one weekend, oh. Long Beach the next. Mission Airbnb. Beach the next, then all of a sudden he's in Irvine, and the bro like, what, bro? Shout That's out, amazing. Shout out Airbnb and Verbo and fucking Bookings.com and shit like that. Like you're my best friend. Good deal. Probably six months. Um, shit. Not really. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, it depends. Airbnb usually gave us some good deals, but yeah. So the COVID experience. Ever since then, our dump. We were just fucking. We probably did, like, five Airbnb parties. Because that was the only thing you can do. Really. Like, that was the only shit. Like, there was no bars, no clubs. So, like, we were just like, fuck, all our friends. No, I was working. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, I guess, oh, shit. I guess you can work if you can. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's cool, though. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, I was working and trying to work out, you know. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, no, I definitely worked out, yeah. I had to, I definitely had to work out. Yeah, shit. But, like, for parties, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like you can go out to a bar no. or technically go to a friend's. Like, right. you can't go to Couldn't a friend's really house, yeah, but you so. could book an airbnb which makes what sense in the world yeah, it's stupid as fuck but i just remember we used to plan them out like we probably like put like a month or a month and a half in between each airbnb so like we would throw one okay we gotta take a little break you know chill work out stuff like that just you know relax 
then throw another party, and then just another one, another one. So Airbnb was definitely my COVID life. Went to the fucking Lakers celebration to downtown. Oh, yeah, I seen that. I remember that. Shout out to fucking Lakers. R.I.P. Kobe. It's my stepdad. R.I.P. Um, but, yeah, so. I mean, yeah, we probably, didn't, we probably weren't as, you know. So I was fucking. I mean, I was safe for the most part, except for those times. Like, I was cautious of it, obviously. Like, you know, I wouldn't. I know Come some, on, Jordan. We're not scared of anything. You weren't cautious of shit I because you didn't believe like, that you can get it to begin with. No, well, I think you'll definitely admit. Well, I don't want to say that, but I, nah, I never felt any type of symptom or nothing. Like me and my sister never felt anything, so the whole time. But now, nah, I mean. I guess I wasn't really cautious, but I would swear, like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm cautious, bro. Like, I wouldn't do that shit. But I know a lot of dumb people that would literally just fucking feel sick and just still go places and shit like that. Like, I just don't understand that. So, yeah. But, I mean, being real, we didn't really stop ourselves from going out. Like how you said, you were going out to Airbnbs. No, I didn't stop now. I was going out to go skate. Yeah. I was going out looking for business opportunities. Mm-hmm. I was going out. Not being scared. Yeah. No. I As wasn't. opposed to being cautious, I was being relentless. Yeah. True. I mean, I feel like. I don't know. I, I don't know. I maybe. I feel like I was cautious when like. <laughs> you okay? I probably wasn't cautious, unless I was, fucking around like. A hospital or something, but I never was around a hospital. So like, if it wasn't presented to me at the time, I usually wasn't really thinking about it. All right, for you guys to get a background on Jay Frank, and so I, and how I know he wasn't cautious is because we've been superstars since we were little kids, you know, at Farnsworth, like the kid. Everybody expected him to not do well, right? Because he's bigger bones and everything. But he was faster than people that were ha- like, that were my waist size, whatever, you know? And not only that, way stronger than everybody else, too. <laughs> so I don't know. So I, maybe it resonates from us being little and also like, you know, having great parents and telling us that we can do whatever we want to achieve. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, that's how we looked at COVID. Like, okay, well, we can sit at home and pray that we don't get it, or we can right. go out, go have a good time, and whatever mm-hmm. happens, happens, and we deal with it. Deal it, yeah. with it. Like, right, right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you're a very strong person, so am mm-hmm. I. I believed if I got COVID, I was going to live through it because I felt like I needed to get exposed to it right. to maybe, to be able to surpass it eventually. Right. Now, the only thing I was actually really cautious about was bringing it back to, like, my dad. Right. Only because he has, like, asthma and, like... Some stuff like that. So even like when I would go out and stuff, I would always, like when I came home, try to stay away from him and stuff as much as I could. But he would never really know like what we were really doing because obviously he would be like fucking upset and shit about that. I don't fuck you up. Yeah, Shout out to obviously. Emmett Franklin. That yeah, motherfucker will. Has he's original big black though. <laughs> yeah, they, he's original big black. He's but, original. He don't put anybody on their ass. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, he's just, he scares the fuck out of people, but... Scared the yeah. fuck out of you and me. Yeah, oh god, yeah, oh god. But like, yeah, that was my whole thing on it. I just didn't ever. I, mean, I didn't care if I got it. Like I didn't really. I wasn't worried about that. But yeah, I never wanted to bring it back. So, but shit. Thank God. I mean, it's just a blessing never to, you know, feel like have any symptoms or, you know, I don't. I've never, you know, felt like. I was in danger or anything, so. But hey, it was a it was a good COVID experience. Learned a lot, grew a lot. What do you feel like is the biggest thing you've learned from COVID? Um, that in the end, for me, just just family. I've never been around my family that much, you know, for like a whole maybe what year or maybe not a whole year, but. A solid, let's say, three months, I was around them, like, every single day. Right, And right. so, in the end, like, you know, when everything stops and there's nothing else, you always have that family, right? So. Always. Yeah. And I've always been a big family person, too. So, just having the time to really, like, be around them and see, like, you know, because I haven't been around them like that for since I've been in college for five years. But yeah. just the way that shit's changed, like, you know, just how they treat me, how I treat them, how they do things and. You know, I'm able to really see just, you know, the full extent of the, our family all together at one time. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's probably the biggest lesson I learned. And 
just, Would you, you say know, you learned how to be better with your family? Too? Yeah, I learned how to... I learned how to... I want to say be better, but... I feel like we grew together and right. we became more of a like you know stronger like unit. Cuz before I mean I've been I was off to college, my sister was you know going to college too. Like we were just while we were like in our like maybe our adult years, we weren't always, you know, close together, but now during COVID we spent more time like watching TV together, you know, fucking eating together like at the table and shit like that, like and it's just talking you know, we like there's honestly shit to talking talk about. right like usually <laughs> like yeah. Which is crazy, just random conversations or, yeah, but no, nah, it was it was definitely cool just to, you know, be around them a lot more and just have like a, almost like a routine, just like seeing each other, you know, doing the same thing with each other, like, you know, it was pretty cool, but. Yeah, that's nice, yeah, man. family definitely, that's crazy. That's huge. I feel like that's like a blessing, man. A lot of people, they, for COVID, as much as they got to see their family, they didn't. Like, okay, right, right. like I had to work more because I had to provide more right, or whatever. Right, right. So that's a, that's a blessing, man. Absolutely. It's really huge. And not only that, I mean, learning how to be with your family and build a stronger unit with your family, I think, is the most important thing because yeah. they're the ones ultimately that can help you mm-hmm. get to the next level. They can also help you push you down. Right. But also when they support you fully, like... Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. It's next level. It's, it's cool. It's next yeah. level shit. So, yeah, that's just... Big, one big thing in my life always. Family and friends, though, definitely. You know, I feel like friends in the same token are just you're your family. So, yeah, I said you got family right here, right next to you, uh, motherfucker. Yeah. How you like that shit? <laughs> Shout out Casamigos. Shout out Casamigos <laughs> that we don't have right now. We definitely no. should, but you know, we want to make sure we give you guys a good oh, episode. Oh, don't worry, bro. Vegas, I got six bottles. So. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Sorry, Vegas? No, no, no. That's oh, perfect. Oh, oh yeah. So, by the way, you guys, by the time you're listening to the shit, Jordan will be pouring me some Casamigos saying, mm. bro, thank you for being on the podcast. I'm like, yeah. thank you for joining and pulling up on a fucking Monday night. Most people would never do that shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, any time, any place. Bro. Monday night, Monday's we're out here Monday putting on creative work, It'll creative matter. currency, trying to educate, delegate, and we're going into our next topic, you motherfuckers, because yes, if not, I'll stay on the Vegas topic for a long time. Ah. We're going to save that funny, fun shit a little bit later yeah. for the cast. So... <laughs> Has it been hard for you after college, man? Like, coming back from college, COVID hits, and uh, for you guys that I don't know, I'm only going to frame it. He's going to say whatever he wants, but Jay Frank was about to be Jay Frank for real on a global scale. All right. So, dive into as much as you want to go into. I'm not saying anything more than that, my guy. Right, right. So, prior to that, my whole goal going through college and all that was to eventually play Somewhere after, right? So NFL, CFL, whatever. After my junior year, uh, one of my coaches was telling me that there's this uh, Canadian football team that, that was interested in me. Or actually, there's a couple teams that are interested in me, but at the time, he couldn't tell me who they were. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that my junior year, that stuck in my mind. Okay, like, you know, I have the opportunity, you know, at least go to, you know, Canada and, you know, make shit, maybe six figures, or six figures, maybe something like that. So that was my whole goal. Right. And which was stupid, which I don't recommend. I never fully had a backup plan, right? So I was just fully into, I'm going to be play football. Nothing can happen, bro. Nothing's going to stop me. Like, I'm not going to listen to nobody like that, bro. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to play football. Like, that's it. No backup plan, really. So, well, that shit clearly didn't work out. I got hurt my senior year, first game against Cal. And ever since then, I wasn't the same. Like, I had a, I didn't, I mean, my senior year, I didn't play as much. So, pretty much my football career ended then, after my injury, and I never ever thought that was possible. So, um, but luckily though, COVID kind of gave me some time to slow down, have time, think about what I want to do, figure out what I want to do. Um, so, I decided that I, I still want to be involved in football some way, somehow. Um, so, there was a couple options I was thinking of one was going into sports management right um and doing that going finding some a program or some internship program or grad school and another thing which is crazy bro like everybody always tells me like i never even thought of it but was just like acting which is like something obviously 
one in a million chance or something like that. But everybody should just always say like how I'm just so animated and just always energetic and how I just am able just to be in any situation and just I don't know. I don't, they're just and thrive. You right are one saying, in a right. million. You that's are one saying. in a million. Fuck you. Man, yeah. And by the way, yeah, I'm bro, managing this motherfucker. Anybody looking to manage Jay Frank, you're fucked. No, fuck no. Hell yeah. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm sad. Like I'm always just like. Bro, I'm always here for a good time, bro. I'm just trying to be positive, but yeah, like all the time, bro. Like right. I'm just always full of life, you know. So yeah, but I always just say like, oh yeah, and you get into acting, bro. Like you need to be acting. Like you're just a funny motherfucker. Like just the shit you do, bro. Like if there was a camera crew just following you around, bro. Like it would just be hilarious. So acting, I've always thought about it. I don't really fully know how to like get started on shit like that, but I don't know. Like I feel like I definitely I can thrive in that for sure. I think I'm a funny guy. Um, you know, I'm fat. You are. Fat you know, and and you're smart, too. That's, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, with the perception of all this bullshit in the background, you know, most people don't know and can't see the intelligence that you have, you know. And I feel like that's your biggest component that most people don't ever see and they neglect. True. But then you start talking. Mm-hmm. And just how you said you thrive in most situations... Yeah, you can thrive in other situations too where you actually Absolutely. need to give an intellectual thought. Absolutely, yeah. So I think that's like your biggest component because that factors into everything else that you do. Mm-hmm. And it factors into the people that like you and the people Absolutely. that want to talk to you and the people right. that want to associate with you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's for the party circle or for a fun circle, circle right. or for a circle of people that are looking to get better, you can attract all those things because of your brain. Yeah, I want to have a little bit of both for all that too. I don't want to be just like, you know, the partier like, I want to be that, and we can get some business done, and we can, you know, fucking figure out a whole bunch of stuff and come up with new ideas and new ways of doing things. But, you know, I want to, I've always been about balance. So, right. Work hard, play hard, you know, that's just something that. We'll see how hard he works. I think we should come up with a couple ideas of skits Mm. that we can do in Vegas, save them, Uh save them on the GoPro. Edit them a little bit, Absolutely. market them, and then on top of that, we'll do a little walkthrough of you doing some stuff and market that too. Absolutely. I mean, if you want to penetrate this market, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to tell you guys here, you know, but we're getting tapped in with this acting industry. Right, right. So, no, I think I've, that's, I mean, that would be something, it seems really fun to me. I mean, just waking up and just, you know, being around a bunch of people, acting different ways, you know, just, being in certain situations like it's just I don't know it seems really cool to me and it's just always been so interesting to me like how people can really just like <laughs> change their whole like I'd be thinking like some of these people that are in the movies like that's really how they are but like fuck no that's not how he is like fucking they sell it to you that they way, do that's though. what I'm saying like bro that's like, if I see him on the street I'm just gonna think of his character like that's the type of person I wanna be like bro I want you to think I'm a totally different person bro like I want to have that type of power, but... You do, you do. I think so. I mean, right, right. technically you already do do that. You know? I guess so, yeah. Some people don't know. People just think that you party right. and you just get fucked yeah, up yeah. and there's nothing else to do. Man, yeah. I wish I could do that every day. My body doesn't even let me do that every day. But nah, everybody <laughs> always says that. Like, bro, what? They're like, oh, stop drinking. I'm like, bro, I drank a week ago. Like, why do you think... I don't drink every day. Like, whatever I post, bro, that's... That, it's not like I'm doing it every day. Like, I'll post a party, blah, blah, blah. But then I won't post something like that for a whole week. Like, I'm not consistently fucking drinking every day and partying every day. Like, that's not my lifestyle. So, I wish, I mean, shit, I, I wish it was. That would be nice, but shit, that's not really realistic, you know. But, no, it's not. It's not. Yeah. I mean, shit. So, that's, well, then we're, that leads to the perfect question, bro. What is your passion? That is a great question. <sighs> uh... What's crazy is I don't think I've nest. I don't know. Football used to be my passion, no doubt. Every, I mean, shit. You got to have some type of love for it. Doing that shit that you did every day, like mm-hmm. waking up, working out, repeat like every single day, like nonstop. But I don't know. I think it still, in a sense, is. But maybe I need to find a way to develop another passion, being off the field and still being around football. So like right now, coaching. It's something I'm doing now, but I don't really see it as a passion. You know, I don't see it as something like I want to do forever and, you know, have a career doing it. But if I had, I mean, I would say maybe entertainment is like my passion. I just want to be entertaining. I want to make people laugh. I want people to 
want to be around me and have you know know they're having a good time. I want people to, you know, enjoy my presence and enjoy what I can give to them and what I can do for them. You know, so, make them feel good, make them right. happy. Make that's them me. Smile, that's what I'm saying. Everything. Right? I want them. I want to be the full entertainment. I think that's the perfect plan. We should as well include stand up comedian comedy in. That. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I can do that shit, but. I mean, but I feel like you could just because sometimes when you're not even trying to be funny, could, but, funny. But you're right. No, that's a hard gig, though. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, stand up. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm down for giving anything a try. But or you could I just know. be a comedy guy on TikTok. Meanwhile, hey. we're, we're using that for exposure to mm-hmm. blow you up. Right, right. And the hey. sense still having your uh, skits and stuff. Absolutely. Actually, after this, if you want, we can go on a couple websites, start creating your profile. Yeah. There's, I think there's only like one of them, like the premium is sixty or eighty dollars, and after that, it gives you like recommendations of gigs. Mm. You like the gig, then you go. I was like, all right, bro, you got to go do this one. Oh wow, what's it called? Uh, Backstage.com, Casting.com. <laughs> that sounds like some porno shit. It sounds like some porno <laughs> shit. shit. It might be. <laughs> shit, I mean, do well, they don't call you Big guy. Black for no reason, right, you know. Uh, but this uh, your first adult video. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but seriously, and there's these different ones, and they work with HBO, mm. Netflix, all the big-time people. And right. obviously, they send out these things. You have to still go try audition, or whatever, right. yeah, audition, yeah. and if they like you, then they call you back, blah, 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 mm. blah, blah. But that's an opportunity I think we yeah. should definitely explore. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, yeah, so like I said, I don't really know how to get it fully started and stuff, but hey, any opportunity is a great opportunity, so... And that's why you got Pasadena's Wolf. To Pasadena Wolf in the house. <laughs> I love that name. Man. It's really funny. Do you remember the Easy Street times, bro? Uh, yeah. Bro. Yeah, yeah. We used to go. We're, we're spoiled little kids, right? Mm-hmm. We had our, our own little batting coach. Shout out to Kevin. Oh, my God, right? Oh, you talking about fucking uh, Simi Valley? Simi Valley. Bro, Easy that Street. was crazy as fuck. That was OG, right? Yeah, that's crazy. You still remember that. That's crazy. I just made you travel back in time oh God, right now. We used now. to travel in a red van. <laughs> a little red van, a little mystery machine. Got it's big in mad city van, but red. Oh, God. But fucking getting in and out. All the time, going out, fucking driving like what was like an hour? Yeah, an hour with no traffic, like an hour twenty with traffic, hour thirty, and fucking going there and hitting the balls and stuff and batting coaches and stuff. That's crazy. Kevin, man, he was it was Kevin, bro. He was our batting coach. You remember his name? Kevin. Wow, fucking Kevin. Kevin was smart. He played for the Angels, bro. You, yep, he did. You're right. He and we went to go coach. watch him play one time. Remember, we went to go watch him play with all of his homies, and at he literally did some Babe Ruth shit. He called out saying so he was going to hit out right there. I was like, nah, no way. Next pitch, he took it out <laughs> like he was Babe Ruth. Shout out fucking Kevin. Where the fuck Kevin at? Kevin, I got his number right here, bro. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I got his number. Why? Where did you get it? Uh, bro, I've had the same phone number since we were kids. You have that fucking... Oh, my God. I never even had his number. What the fuck? Weren't you I'll, like? I'll find it, but I have it on my phone. I texted him the other day. And said what? I'm like, what's up, bro? How's it going? Like, we need to talk. You? Yeah, he was just like, who is this? Like, Mark Anthony, you trained me and Jordan Franklin years ago. He's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm doing really good. Like, I'm in vacation right now. Like, let me talk to you when I get back. He obviously never hit me back. Like, right, right. But, like, he was, like, quote, unquote, on vacation with his family. I don't know. What does he do? You I don't know. Don't I didn't get that much information. He uh, he flaked on me. I got to get his information again. Fucking Kevin. Kevin, man. He shout out to the shout out to the OG white people that are giving education on baseball, bro. Absolutely, that was a great great time. That's wow. Yeah, throwback Thursday. So, what are three things you're gonna work on next week that you assure me? And we'll, we'll we'll cut out this week. We're, by the way, we're gonna be. Uh, if you guys are listening to this podcast, you will listen to it when we're in Vegas. Check us out. We're gonna have some crazy IG live, some crazy vibes, some come crazy. Come to Vegas if you want to come. Yeah, come to Vegas. Follow Pasadena's Wolf. And what's your uh, IG handle? J Frank so underscore J A Y underscore F R A N K, and then underscore. That's too many underscores. How do we simplify that? I know because they don't fucking let me. I can't. I can't. It was the only name I, they let me have. J Frank sixty six was taken. I didn't want to. Oh, I don't fucking know. You didn't like sixty six. I, I just put J Frank. It's three underscores. It's beginning, middle, and end. 
All right, for you guys Fuck. that don't like underscores, figure it out. Well, underscore J, yeah. underscore Frank, yeah. Frank, and then underscore. Just three. Again. Just figure it out. Just it's good. It's, so it's, it's easy. It's basic. You know? It's like making Kool-Aid. It's like making Kool-Aid. So what are three things that you got to work on this week that you know you haven't been doing that as well? That's really good questions. How the fuck do you come up with these fucking questions? Dude, I'm, I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcaster of Instagram, podcaster of the world. Like I'm going to get a job interview or something. You are at a job interview. Oh, shit. You- three things I need to work on this week. <laughs> I feel like I'm at a job interview. <laughs> you are. I'm trying to fucking market oh, you, you shit. motherfucker. I got to right. make sure you're going to put in the work. Okay, so that is a good question. Just for this week, so it's just like a little short-term goal. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll definitely say communication. I feel like with well, when I coach or just in general, I always feel like I'm communicating a lot, but I may not. I always have some things that I always keep inside, and I'm either you know afraid to say them because I feel like they're stupid, or just sometimes I don't fully you know extend all the communication I I have and all the ideas I have. So I always want to be want to be more communicative. Um. I also, let's see, that was one, two, um, I want to be more, how would I say this, more wise with my money and stop spending so much fucking money on stupid shit, like, I want to be more frugal, Okay. makes sense, I feel like I always end up just fucking not thinking about shit and just... Spending money on stuff I don't need to be spending on. So more smart with my money and more smart with my investments. I'll tell you how to do that. Just go on your Excel, create a spreadsheet. My spreadsheet will look horrible as fuck. Yeah, but it's okay. You'll fix it the next one. You know what it would look like? Fucking Casamigos, Casamigos, Casamigos. (laughs) Food, shoes, shoes, Casamigos, hotel rooms fucking club sections like shit like that like I don't fucking need well see I feel like I need it but I really don't but anyway it's a want it's okay yeah that's true and then always like never like split it with people like I'm always the guy that's like oh no I got it like I got it when I don't like I don't need to be doing that like I'm not fucking rich like I'm not fucking I don't got it like that yet like you know yeah so you're working towards it but yeah absolutely absolutely number three I think this is just this is also a long term goal too. I want to be more like comfortable with myself, meaning I want to be like more comfortable expressing myself and just being myself every single time in every situation, right? Because sometimes I feel like I'm just quiet. I just let things just go over my head, or I'm just there, just not making like an impact like I want to be. Like I want to be more comfortable and you know the ideas I have or the, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So that's I'm comfortable with myself. Yeah. That would be, yeah. So just in general too, like I feel like I'm a shy person. Like everybody says I'm not shy. Like fuck, if you see me drunk, obviously I'm not shy, but like in general, I think I'm like a generally like shy person. So I want to be like more outgoing even with just like, even like shit like this, like this podcast shit, like, this is like me getting out there, you know, like talking, yeah, you're getting, getting free. Zone, yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? Like stuff like that. Like it's cool. Like I always want to do it, but you know, I've never been able like to be comfortable enough to be like, oh, what I say is like interesting, or what I fucking do is interesting. Like I just think I'm just a basic ass, just regular person. Which I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm not. Like I feel like I've been through a lot, done a lot that most people have. You're not. You're definitely right. Not. So just more, more comfortable with that and. You know, more outgoing and confident. Confident, so. Shit, you stick with me, you're going to be confident right. as fuck. You're about to be fucking. You have a lot of confidence. You have a lot of fucking cojones. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's the thing, and that's how we kind of connected, bro. People try right. to used to fuck with Jay Frank, and I was like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't want to fuck with this motherfucker. Why? I won't even do anything. He'll fuck you up. <laughs> Not only that, bro. I mean, you got a lot to offer. Don't don't believe that, man. I don't know who the fuck put that in your head, but we all love you and fuck the negativity. Right. Let that shit go, bro. Negate that shit. Activate yeah, Jay yeah. Frank. Yeah, no, I will. I just I'll work on it, but I got a lot to give. I got a lot. I mean, I'm just shit. I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. So that's how I like to think of it. 
jack of all trades and master of none because we can never be a master because we're continuing to learn always. Right, so we're right. never a master if we're the student. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I, I got some thoughts, some some ideas. We so. need we need Jay Frank's quotes every once in a week. <laughs> you know, as much as we get the once a week party, we need a Jay Frank quote because it sounds like you got some nice quotes. So they just come hidden on your sleeve. I got a lot of them coaches, my quotes from my coaches actually. Coach Are you still cool with your coaches? Because I'd love to be a motivational speaker to go for, speak for free. Actually, there. you know what's crazy? So, <laughs> Pasadena City College, shout out Pasadena City College. Uh-huh. My coach, I just had breakfast with him the other day, and he wants me to become a coach there, defensive line coach there. And shit, at 24, being a coach, a college coach is fucking crazy as fuck. But yeah, so he was my coach at UC Davis. He was my defensive coordinator. He left there, went up to Willamette. University for right. a year, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. now he got hired at PCC College, right? So he calls me up. He's like, "Oh, Jay Frank, like I'm out here in Pasadena." I'm like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" Like I'm thinking in my head, like, "Why, why the fuck are you out here?" He's like, no, I just took the job at uh, Pasadena City College." And I'm like, "Oh shit, like that's crazy." And he's like, "Yeah, I want to have breakfast, blah, blah, catch up, blah, blah." So we did all that, and he was just telling me, like, "Yeah, you know, I think it'd be a great opportunity for you to come coach with me. Like, I know you higher you know, pay for sure, right?" Yeah, absolutely. I know you, you know, I've been around you, you know, I only want good guys around me, like, so, I think that's going to be my next step later, after this season, um, after this high school season, so. Yeah, that's huge, that's huge, you just leave the big banger for then, for real, I like that, that's cool, man, that's that's cool, so how the fuck are we going to make some thousands before we go to Vegas, because I'm trying to ball out a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you, you got to tell me how to do that shit, I'm ready, Rosh. So you want to come knock on doors for me some for some roofing cells? That's one way we can do it. Is that a thing? Yeah, I'm knocking you on doors. And do, selling roofs? Selling roofs. You know how to make a roof? Uh, Green Ladder Roofing. He's got all of his license. He can go license, go help build roofs for residential mm. or commercial. doesn't matter. And he's all licensed. So, yeah, he's legal by law. Interesting. Wow. Imagine a black guy in little Mexican knocking on your door. What I think I can. That, is, that, sounds, that sounds progressive as fuck. <laughs> Big ass black guy, little Mexican. Hey, can we fucking fix your roof? Yeah, your roof. It just it's fucked up. Yeah, no, no. But pretty much, we just go in and we go. Oh yeah, this is Mark Anthony with Grand Grand Ladder Roofing. We don't give a fuck how their day is. We say good afternoon because obviously we know they don't. They know that we don't give a fuck about how their day is going. Good afternoon. Yeah, we're just coming by because we just had a recent installation mm-hmm. with new roofing shingles down on the street on Calaveras. So we're going to homeowners. Are you you're the homeowner? Homeowners group. with fucked up roofs. Homeowners. Yeah, it looks like your roof. <laughs> uh, the life expectancy doesn't look too great. A couple days. When was the last time you had your roof checked out? Mm. Oh, I don't know. Okay, yeah. So look, all we're looking to do is just come in and give you a free complimentary complimentary analysis right. of your roof. And we're here to give you that. And so you know how long your roof has. We'll give you a couple of different options, of course, for your roof if you want to go ahead and proceed. After that, it's all up to you. But we do recommend that you do it before, quote, unquote, rainy season. In California, it doesn't rain that Fucking much. But never. the times it does rain, sometimes it rains pretty hard. I'll just piss on their roof. Yeah. Yeah. Piss on the roof. Tell them it's raining. So, like, how would you make quick money out of that? They just, you said in a week. <laughs> so, we set the lead, and they like what they see with the quotes after they get quoted. Mm-hmm. After that, technically, he can knock out the job in two to three days. It doesn't matter the size of a residential roof. Like, two to three days, he can knock it out on the weekend. Mm. So, we Damn. can set a couple leads. He goes, whatever, and if... It makes sense, and they like what they see, and then they proceed, and then you get 5% of the profit on the deal. Oh, wow. So, and then uh, as well, I have another couple entities that okay, we're not I want to hear them. What are, the, what are the other? No, no, not on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exclusive to Jay Frank and Mark I, Anthony. I'll be at the strip club. Brrr, There's any strip clubs that looking for a fucking thick black man. But uh, I can move. Thick, you can move. I can move. I you can move. move. Any ladies that want to, I'll give a little free little. He back likes dance. to dance salsa, mm-hmm. rico salsa. Yes, sir. Back and forth, back and forth. For sure. Is there any uh, ending statements you want to leave the people with? Um. Shout out Kobe. I'm looking at your Michael Jordan poster, so it's making me think of fucking basketball. I got the Kobe mentality. Oh, book Kobe. Right there, yeah. Yeah, that was my dog. He was the Damn. greatest. Yeah, he's man crazy um but nah i mean 
I just say, I, she only got one life to live, so live it to your fullest, live it to your best, to your ability. Um, trust in yourself, that's a lot of things. You got to trust in yourself and everything you do. Mm-hmm. Um, have faith. Faith without works is dead. That's a big quote that my high school coach used to tell us. Faith without works is dead. Meaning you can't just fucking sit back and wish stuff can happen, right? You got to go out there and, and make it happen, you know. Take those steps that you need every day. Get 1% better each day. And, um, you know, eventually you're going to get there, right? And even if you don't get there, that's always the thing. Like, I always be like, damn, like, what if I don't get there? What if I'm doing all this shit, you know, and my end goal, I, I don't reach it, right? Right. Within that, though, there's so many steps that you took already to help you have, find different paths you can branch off and do, right? Right. So even you working, like, you then, you know, say my goal is to fucking, I don't fucking know, be a fucking, uh, let's say like an actor, right? Mm-hmm. My goal is to be mm-hmm. an actor. Shit, within that goal, there's so many people you meet, there's so many t- different skills that you build, right? If you don't end up becoming one, shit, maybe you can be fucking producer or somebody you know an age somebody that you know within that same field fucking camera person like they make money too like shit like that like there's so many different skills yeah photographers videographers they all make money yeah so many different skills you can find and build within the process even though you may not get to where you want to be there's so many different things you can build on that will help you branch off to something but with that said though you've never settled though bro so no yeah you don't want to don't settle settle. I mean you're talking to fucking a D1 athlete right Right, now You don't settle. Nah, I definitely don't settle. But what are some quotes that you say to yourself every day? I want, I want what's deep in you. Like, oh, what do you shit. say to yourself every day to ensure your greatness? Because this podcast is about greatness. And right. Greatness I wouldn't necessarily say they were quotes. There's just certain things that always run across my mind when I'm feeling certain ways. So, like we talked about earlier, the um, whole thing about you know I get to do this. And I don't want this. I don't want it to feel like. You know, it's just like, oh, I have to do it. Like, I get the opportunity to do this. I get the opportunity to wake up every day, you know, healthy, all that. Like, I get the opportunity to go out and do whatever I need to do, you know. So, always just embrace all the opportunities, you know. Every opportunity, well, I used to always, our coaches say every opportunity is a good opportunity, right? Just like good, every, all, what, all publicity is good publicity, just like that. So, take every opportunity, right? You never know when the next one's going to come. Um, embrace every moment. You know, don't settle. That's a good one. Definitely don't settle. Um, keep a good circle around you, right? Because people, you got to, connections are huge, right? All the people you meet, shit, that's huge. So always have a good circle around you, good support system. Trust yourself. Believe even more. And, um, yeah, enjoy enjoy the little, the life, you know, the life that you have. Make the most of it. Yeah, Absolutely. Because there's always somebody you know, out there that could be doing worse, right? So always. That's always think of it, you know. I'm blessed to even just have everything I have. Like, even, you know, like, of course, it's not like some millionaire, billionaire, shit like that, but shit, every little thing. Shit, you have a roof over your head, food to eat, right. mm-hmm. family that loves you, people that care about you. Right. That's more than enough. That's you're rich in love, you're rich in hospitality, rich in the soul, yeah. So. Rich in the soul, rich in the stomach, uh, man. People don't get to eat, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So enjoy it, man. You know, don't take anything for granted. Absolutely. Definitely don't take anything for granted. Not even the granite you walk on, you piece of shit. <laughs> no, hell not. <laughs> Poor granite I walk on. Damn. Shout out to the granite for holding my ass up. <laughs> Motherfucking granite is strong as fuck <laughs> for the brody because the brody's strong and big bone. Steel, boy. Yeah. But, Shout out to MGM. Oh, yeah. We'll be there. Y'all, y'all hear this? Give us a nice little sweet, you know what I'm talking about. Hook us up. A couple little females to um, change our towels. To change our towels. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and just, to maybe clean the place because we get a little rowdy. We do. Just a little bit, you know. Little little bed. Just gonna make a Nobody's bed. allowed to throw up in the tub while we're there. If somebody throws up in my tub, I promise you I will not Let's speak to them up. ever again. My people don't throw up. We got stomachs to steal. Come on now. Uh, we'll pass. Oh, okay. Well, maybe every now and then, but <laughs> no, we trained for this, man. Vegas is our game day. Vegas is. Yeah. So while you're over there trying to get me blacked out drunk, just know I'm going to be going you. at my little Mark Anthony. No, that's pace. fine. I won't get you blacked out. I know how it is. I mean, you got to be up at eight. So 
you know, I want you to still be up at eight in the morning. So, mm. yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't rush people. The man understands that work. I it like is. that. Uh, most people no, don't. not work. We're gonna just be partying until eight in the fucking morning. What do you mean work? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You said a man knows that work. work. I'm, not talk- I'm trying to go to the gym out there or something nice. Oh, wow. You're a, okay. You're not trying to hit the gym once? I'm trying to hit the gym with Jay I, Frank. Bro, my. That's a whole my vlog Vegas right attitude. there. I'm doing this shit all during the fucking week. Then Vegas, I'm letting loose. What the fuck? I don't even know what a gym is in the fucking hotel. MGM. They got it in there somewhere. M Jim Jim. M Jim Jim Jim. M Jim Jim. Shit, they got it in there. That shit gonna be empty as fuck. M Jim Jim with the gems. I need to find a damn IV room. Mm. Give me a little couple IVs. Now nah, we don't fucking go in there. They're pumping it. crazy in my IV. Shout out to Mac Miller. Shout out. Yeah, I'm going to cry. Be. That's enough. I don't want to even talk to you guys anymore. <laughs> That's enough. We nah. love you guys. This is Mark Anthony with the biggest wolf. Yes, sir. Win or learn, fly high. Win or learn, fly high. Pasadena Wolves are tuning out. Thank you very much. Office of the day with Mark Anthony and Jordan Big Fish Franklin. Thank yes, you so sir. much, you guys. Mad love. And Jordan wanted to say something before we tune out. Appreciate it. Brrr- <laughs> Spitting all these flames, I'm rapping in the booth. She don't know no.